You're listening to Fit Girl, Your Guide to Getting in Shape. I'm Kira Langolf, your host and guide to getting in shape. As a professional fitness trainer, it's my job to get clients in shape quickly and keep them healthy. In this podcast, I'll reveal to you the shape up secrets I use along with training, nutrition, and motivational tips and advice. I'll set you straight on what works and what is a waste of time, and I'll be your guide to your best body ever. Check out my websites at fitnessmakeover.com and coachkira.com. This is episode number 211, and it's all about getting ripped abs, the best way to burn stubborn body fat, top training tips to kick your program into high gear, and motivational tips that will keep you on track to that six-pack of abs. Well, where does the time go? I honestly thought I had posted something in July, but apparently not. I guess you were having too much summer fun. Hope you were too. Well, back on track now. I can't believe it's already the beginning of August. Time really does fly, doesn't it? But on the bright side, if you haven't checked out the new Fitness Makeover Exercise Library yet, it is up and running, still adding things to it. There's certainly a lot of videos that we have that we want to put up there. And it's showing you how to do the proper form for most exercises. And that includes ones you would do at home and ones at the gym. So you get all the bases covered. And that way you can always double check something before you do it if you're trying a new program or if you see someone doing an exercise and you think they might be doing it incorrectly and maybe you want to check that out before you do it yourself. So get on over to fitnessmakeover.com and actually it's forward slash muscle and that'll take you directly to the exercise library but there's also links on this blog site and of course on the fitnessmakeover.com homepage. Now the other thing that's been keeping me busy and not actually hitting the podcast like I should is that we're working on Quick Fit Club. And what this is, is it's actually a monthly program and you get new workouts each month and each month has a different theme, different goals and different nutrition items that you should look out for. So it's a way to not only keep you on track, but to give you some education about your different options when it comes to nutrition and exercises. And actually, although I wanted to do this type of website for a long time, it wasn't until one of my clients suggested that I make it a monthly program that we kind of figured out that would work best. And I think that's going to be a lot of fun because it'll be changing. You'll get different things each month and you'll have a different focus. So that way you're never going to get stale. You're not going to get bored, but the workouts are short and direct and certainly very effective. So basically if you have about half an hour to give for your workouts three times a week, that's all you, all it takes. And you really don't have to think about anything. You just get there, you do it. And this is not for gym training. This is, this is for home training, trying to make it as I shouldn't say simple, but make it as easy as possible for you to keep on track. So it's very easy to skip those excuses and that way you get the body you want. So look for that coming. We're hoping to start it in September. Um, I don't know, things are going a little slower than expected, so it might not be October, but basically... But for now, if you get over to quickfitclub.com, you can actually get on the 
list to be notified when it is about to open and we'll be certainly needing some test subjects there too so we'll, we will definitely be pulling from that list just to make sure that everything runs smoothly we always need to have somebody test something so definitely get on over there to quickfitclub.com and be on the lookout for emails from me so that you can know what's going on and when it's ready to start or what we might need you to test and all the different things that are going on with that. Now the first thing we're going to talk about is nutrition because we are focusing on how to get your abs in shape and I apologize again for this being a month late. Uh, certainly would have done you a lot better last month but anyways you still have two months to go in summer for most places. Now with the nutrition part there's actually 16 different ways to burn stubborn body fat that I'm going to tell you about. Obviously there's probably more than that but these are the ones we're going to focus on and I'm actually going to break it down into four for the next four podcasts. That way you can focus on a few of them, master them, and see results rather, rather than getting all overwhelmed with 16 different ways to do something. So just focus on a few and then you'll succeed. Okay, let's start with the first one. And this is don't diet to extremes. And that's when you drop your calories ridiculously low. Even 1,200 calories a day is ridiculously low. And your calories should be maybe a little bit lower than your normal intake. And you know what? If you don't know what you're intaking, you need to keep a log and calculate it out because you really don't want to be guessing. That's where a lot of people fail when it comes to losing weight. They think they know what they're eating. They think they know what they eat every day and they're completely wrong. Anytime I have my clients write out their food for a couple of days even, it's always a lot different than what they think they're actually eating. So get yourself a piece of paper, write everything down, calculate it out. It might be a little tedious at first, but you know what? It makes a huge difference in your success. And you won't be dieting to extremes because you'll know your number and you can reduce your calories by maybe 15% or 20% a day, which is only like 100, 150 calories or so for most people. And you will definitely be burning fat and getting cut because you're not going to be losing muscle and your muscle is your metabolically active tissue and that is what you want to keep. It's also the thing that looks tight and tone. So remember, the more muscle, the faster the metabolism, the easier it is to lose weight and keep that weight off and also to look better. So for an example, if you're eating 3,000 calories a day, which I know a lot of you probably are not, but if you are, you would reduce to say 2,400, 2,550, somewhere along that range, okay? But you wanna do so with good quality calories. You don't wanna have junk calories. And yeah, you might have to sit down and actually calculate. Sorry about that, that was my dog sneezing in the background if you did hear that. Um, anyways, she's on Instagram by the way, belly rub girl. Anyways, that's a whole nother subject. But um, getting back to, she is making so much noise, I can't stand it. Um, getting back to your food, you reduce a little bit of calories and that way your body doesn't see it as an extreme and definitely won't hold on to your body fat. So count out your calories, figure out how many you need to take and what foods you need to have in order to reach that caloric goal. Because if you don't, you're just going to be haphazard. You're not going to reach the goal. You're just going to run around in circles. So pick out your quality calories, even quality fats, and make sure you're getting enough food. Because most of the time people don't eat enough, they actually eat too little and cause their body to hold on to the fat. Now the next tip on burning stubborn body fat is to graze all day. And you probably know that already, having your smaller meals throughout the day, or you might think of it as breakfast, 
lunch, dinner with two snacks or one snack in between each of those meals. Ultimately, you're looking to eat something every, say, three hours and maybe five hours at the most. So a little bit of something is going to be better for your metabolism than going without food. It's also an easy and safe way to get in all of your calories because you don't want to have a huge meal, whether it's breakfast, lunch, or dinner. You want to have kind of moderate and, of course, your snacks in between. So the more calories you need to intake, the more snacks you're probably going to have throughout the day. So next time you start your day, you start with, of course, breakfast and count two, three, actually, let's say three to four hours and know that that's the next time you need to eat something. Set an alarm make a mental note, put a sticky post-it somewhere, whatever it takes to keep yourself on track of those eating times, which is very important. Remember, you speed up your metabolism each time you eat and you spare your metabolically active muscle. So what this translates into is that each time you eat, your metabolism increases and over a six to 10 week period, that whole increase can parlay into another two to three pounds of fat loss. So that's another two or three pounds in a one month, two month, say about two month period, which is exactly what you want. You want slow fat loss because then you know it's fat coming off, not anything else. And it appears to be slow because of the weight, but it really isn't slow because if you lose two pounds of fat, that is a lot of volume on your body. And if you lose that fat while maintaining your muscle or even creating a little more muscle, you're actually going to have permanent fat loss because your metabolism is going to be increased and you're going to look better. So it's the key to everything. Focus on dropping the fat, not the scale. Don't focus on how many pounds that you're losing because your inches are going to tell the story. Now, the third tip here kind of goes along with the other two. You're going to increase your protein. And you know the protein's important. Some people forget that they need carbs and fat too, but you definitely want to monitor your protein and make sure you're taking in enough. That's another area where people always uh, misestimate incorrectly how much they're taking in. And you might need to add a whey protein drink or something that's easy to eat quickly or uh, hard-boiled eggs is another good example if you want real food um, because you definitely need that protein not only to help your body burn fat, but to help your body build the muscle. Now, carbs, protein, and fat are all equal in their efficiency to be stored as body fat. One isn't easier to be turned as another, like everybody likes to think. But protein definitely has a greater metabolic boosting effect than carbs or dietary fat. So when your calories drop, protein saves your muscle which helps your whole metabolism become elevated. Now, don't get me wrong. You still need your carbs in order to burn fat, and you also need your healthy fats. But protein is something that you don't want to cut back on if you're trying to cut back your calories. So when you're figuring out what you need to eat, you should aim for taking in one to one and a half grams of protein per pound of body weight. So it's easier to kind of go by body weight because most people don't have their lean body mass and that would actually be the more accurate way to go. But either way, if you shoot for, let's just say one gram of protein per body weight, if you're 130 pounds, you need at least 130 grams of protein. Now, now doctors will tell you that that's too much protein to take in and athletes will tell you that that's too little amount of protein. So you just need to at least know your number so that you can take it up or down depending on what your goal is and where you are in your weight loss. 
it still boils down to knowing what your numbers are for everything. And if you have problems with figuring all that stuff out, I do have some different programs at coachkira.com. I very often am helping people figure out all of these numbers and evaluate what's going on with their bodies and if it's working or not and what they need to change. So it's not unusual if you get a little confused by all of this and need some help. Just go on over there and let me know. Now, just like figuring out how many calories you're taking in, when you start to figure out how many grams of protein that you are taking in, you'll see a big difference because that's usually when most people hit a plateau, they're, they're, they're not taking in the right amount of protein or the right amount of calories for that sake. But figuring out how much you're taking in is going to enable you to get through most plateaus. So you, again, in order to know that, you have to calculate everything out. So... Figure at least a gram per pound of body weight, that's the easiest way to go, and add it up and see what you get. And you might be surprised, you're probably a little bit under in the amount of protein that you're taking in. And either way, figure it out and shoot me an email or post it on the Facebook page, whether you were above or below the amount of protein that you should be taking in. Now, the last nutrition trick that we're going to focus on for this time is playing with your carbohydrates. Now, there's starchy carbs, which are your potatoes, rice, yams, and there's fibrous carbs, which are your vegetables, your broccoli, spinach, that kind of stuff. So I always separate them into two categories because your fibrous carbs, you can have all the time. And your starchy carbs, which also, by the way, would be corn and carrots, those are going to be a little bit more monitored if you're trying to drop weight. Now, carbs can definitely help your metabolism and boost muscle, uh, but they can also stimulate some fat storage. So we have to be aware of how much you're taking in and how it affects your body. Now, one of the best ways to break through a plateau or even to begin a weight loss program by fluctuating your carbs is, well, staggering them or fluctuating, whatever you want to call it, but basically it helps to jumpstart your metabolism and helps to burn body fat fast without making you miserable. So for example, on the first day, you'll have a little more carbs than usual. So maybe 50 grams of carbs. And on day two, you'd have your normal amount. And then day three, you'd actually reduce your carbs by 50 grams. So of course you can mix up those numbers and it depends on what your intake is and what percentage you want to use, but basically you're fluctuating your calories a little bit high or your, your carbohydrates, which will also increase your calories, uh, a little high the first day, regular the next day or normal, and then reduced the third day and then you're back. So your body doesn't get used to any one set amount. So you kind of get a double benefit with this one. Your body doesn't become accustomed to a certain amount of carbohydrates, and it also reduces some of your calories. So you get a double whammy there. Now we have more on that in the next podcast, but just a quick review, because I know we've covered a lot already of the nutrition tips here. Don't diet to extremes. Graze all day. Increase your protein and play around with your carbohydrates. So give any one or all of those a try this week in the next maybe two weeks, realistically, by the time I get the next podcast out and see what happens. You'll probably feel a lot better and you'll have more energy and you probably start to see some more muscle as everything starts to work for you. So 
Whether you try one of the techniques or two or all four, let me know how it goes for you and if you have questions. And again, I'm always available on the Facebook page. You can always send me a message or an email or any type of way to get in touch with me, whether it's through Facebook, Twitter, whatever. So let me know how it's going for you. Now in training, we're still going to keep with our theme of picking a couple of tips to focus on. So this is actually gonna be part one of the top workout tips, and there's about 15 of them. So I'm gonna share about five at a time. Now the first one is called challenge the wall. And you know, wall sits are something that a lot of people do for training and for balance even. Um, I know a lot of my older clients do the wall sits as well. Uh, my daughter just did it at volleyball camp too. So I mean, it really runs the gambit. But if you add them to the end of every workout or every run or cardio session that you do, whichever it is, to challenge and strengthen your quads, your glutes, your hamstrings, you're actually gonna help improve your endurance and your speed. Now, the other thing is when you're doing your wall sit, you need to focus on your posture, shoulders back and down. You wanna have your weight through your heels. You wanna start to feel your hamstrings working, your glutes. Of course, your quadriceps, you're gonna feel working anyway, but the other ones are a little bit harder, so you have to focus on that. And you might be able to hold it for 10 seconds. You might be able to do it for a minute. It doesn't matter. You can certainly make it a goal to finally get to one minute or to get lower when you are doing the wall sit, you should be about the level that you'd be sitting in a chair. So basically kind of get yourself against the wall and make sure your knees are bent at least 45 degrees and hold for about 30 to 60 seconds. And you can even work up to doing multiple sets, maybe even 10 sets at the most. I mean, you don't want to go crazy and do it all day. Now, if you become a super master of the challenge wall or the wall sit, then you can add another challenge to your challenge. And that would be to lift your left heel for a couple of seconds, and then your right for a couple of seconds, and then maybe lift the whole foot for a couple of seconds, and then the other foot. And then see if you can lift them both at the same time. Okay, I hope you know that was a joke. Anyways, obviously there's ways that you can make anything harder, but the point is do a couple of them and see how your strength does. Plus, you'll also get stronger at the wall sit, which makes really great fun at parties and all those other stupid human tricks that we like to do. So there's multiple reasons for doing those. And you know what? They're, they are kind of fun. And the main thing is feel your body. Feel your abdominals getting tight as you breathe. Feel those hamstrings. Feel those glutes. It might actually help you in your leg training because you'll be more in tune to what those muscles feel like. Now, the next tip you should already be doing you want to challenge yourself and you want to chart your progress now some people will stay motivating using what they call a fitness report card they'll put down different topics like cardio conditioning flexibility attitude and they'll set goals for each one so for example conditioning might be doing a bench press at a certain weight for a certain number of repetitions and then keeping track of that throughout the year and they actually give themselves grades from A to F at least four times a year. So kind of like quarterly, just like if you were going to school. And this is a way to see how you improve because you know what? You're not necessarily going to improve drastically from week to week. But when you take a look at, let's say, January compared to May when 
you've been working out the whole time consistently, you're going to see a huge, huge difference. And that's what you want to look for. You got to give yourself enough time for your body to get stronger, for your attitude about working out to get better, and for your flexibility and any other category you want to put down that's important to you. So chart your progress, not only in those areas, but also just in your consistency. Because obviously consistency is going to be the key to making changes in your body. Now the next tip is to add some all-in-one toning exercises. That means you're doing upper body and lower body at the same time. Like for example, doing a reverse lunge with a bicep curl at the same time or a front lunge with a shoulder press. So doing two exercises at the same time is not only going to work those particular body parts, but also going to help you with a little cardiovascular, going to help your balance and your strength. So don't go with very light weights. Go with some good challenging weights and really push yourself to keep yourself tight, especially through the midsection as you're doing these things. So adding those into a couple of workouts a week will make a big difference too. Now, lastly, if you happen to be in those areas that have snow, then you want to shovel because you know what? Shoveling snow actually develops muscle endurance and power and it burns nearly 400 calories per hour. Now, I would feel very badly for you if you actually had to shovel snow for a full hour, but you could also think of this as shoveling dirt or shoveling sand. I mean, there's different ways you can do that. Make something fun with the kids and go to the beach and do some shoveling. Just be polite about it, of course. But the point is that with the shoveling, you're actually doing a lot of stuff from the lower body. And you have to remember to bend from your knees and your hips, not your back. We know that, but sometimes we forget to do that. And that goes for any type of lifting, of course. But when you're doing that shoveling motion, and you know what, this also applies for vacuuming, you're actually doing a lunge motion. So if you focus on landing on the heel, pushing off on the heel, you're gonna be getting a lot more work. And of course, by using your arms, and with shoveling, you're going to use your arms a lot more than vacuuming, but you can also do your lunges while you vacuum. I know it sounds crazy, but I've done it before. Sometimes it's kind of fun. And then when you start to realize that both of those, the, the squatting movement, the lunging movement is not just for vacuuming or shoveling, you'll end up using it throughout the day when you go to pick something up, when you lean over to grab something, you know, all these different things all add up. So hopefully it's not snowing where you are right now. And um, you can look forward to doing that when it does snow. So a quick rundown of the things that you're going to put into your training routine is some wall sits. You're going to make sure you're still tracking your progress. Do a couple of all-in-one toners. And practice your shoveling. So now you have your tips for nutrition, your tips for training. Now, how do you stay motivated? Well, I'm going to give you three tips to help you stay motivated. Now, the first one is to tell your friends and your family about your goals and your specific goals. And you don't have to tell the whole world, but, you know, tell a couple of people so that you have some accountability. You know, telling your acquaintances, too. Maybe you don't see them as often, but they'll see the difference in you because you're sticking to your program. Now, some of your friends and family will take you seriously and some won't. They'll say, yeah, 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 you've, we've heard this before. But the reason behind telling them is that, of course, they, you, they help you stay accountable. They help you stay on track. They want to support you with your goals. So people generally will respect your goals. And when you're honest about them, they'll be willing to help you out and encourage you and help you stay on track. Now, the second tip is set some goals with a partner or a friend. 
Sometimes having a workout partner or a dieting partner will make things better for everyone. A little competition maybe, some encouragement from a workout buddy, you know, things like that can make a huge difference in your motivation. So when you're looking for a goal buddy, pick someone that you enjoy being with and someone that you can talk to and that you know will help you when you feel a bit frustrated or down about yourself. You know, friends are incredible at picking each other up, you know, and we really are the ones that can point out all the positives of our friends. So, you know, make sure you do that for someone else as well. Now, if you can't coordinate with your friend, then a personal trainer can certainly be your workout buddy. They're probably going to be a little harder on you than your friend would, but still, they would be a definite advantage to getting in shape and staying motivated. Now, if you can't afford a trainer for each workout, then remember, even a once a week workout with a trainer can hold you accountable and keep you motivated and on track. Plus, you know on the other days that trainer will know whether you worked out or not since most of us trainers tend to be at the gym at all different hours. So you really can't escape either way the accountability. Now the third tip you've heard many times, but it's still true, write down your goals your visions, you might call them aspirations. Get a notebook right now and write down all of them. Your goals, your visions of success, what you see as success, because that's gonna be different for everyone. And of course, just like your goals, it shouldn't be vague, it needs to be specific. I see myself in this red dress at Christmas party and I'm feeling great and wonderful and everybody thinks that I look incredible. So it's something like that very specific. Now another trick is to make a list, basically take a piece of paper, line down the middle, and on one side you have your goals, and the other side your aspirations. Now, if you say, well, what's the difference? Well, I'll give you an example. A goal would be lose 10 pounds this month. An aspiration would be lose 10 pounds so I could buy a new pair of jeans. That's also your vision of success. So make sure each item you do is as detailed as you can make it and try to make it very personable. Remember your subconscious mind is hearing all of this and pretty soon you're going to develop the mental images and the way you view your goals as very positive and you'll be moving toward them. Now there are gonna be some times where your energy is gonna be low and you're gonna to wanna to skip a workout or eat something that you're not supposed to or doesn't support your goals. Well, that's the time to pull out your sheet and read them out loud. Remember, your subconscious mind is always listening. So if it sounds kind of weird, don't worry about it. It works. Athletes do it every day. Anybody trying to change their habits, do it. Read out loud. And if you're really worried about it, do it in your car. People will think you're singing and you won't look weird at all. Now, remember, getting in great shape is harder than it looks because if it was easy, every woman would be in great shape. Sure, you can lose a lot of weight, but those last 10 pounds, those last 15 pounds, and maybe even staying in your best shape is a challenge. It takes discipline, it takes a commitment. Now, we all know the rewards are priceless, and so is the amount of confidence you get when you feel good, when you look good, and you have a sense of accomplishment because you achieved a goal. And sometimes when you're getting in your best shape, it's two steps forward and one step back, but you still have to keep moving forward. Because remember, the ultimate part of fitness is not necessarily how you look, it's keeping yourself healthy and having a healthy mindset and sharing that with other people like your family, your friends. So as long as you stay focused, 
stay on a plan, you're going to succeed. It might not be the exact time frame that you want, but you will succeed. You just have to be consistent. Now remember to go check out the exercise library at fitnessmakeover.com forward slash muscle and to go sign up for the quick fit club list that way at quickfitclub.com that way you can um, get the first notification if we need testers or, or anything and again hopefully that's going to be ready to go September although I really starting to think it's October but that's okay because you know what the holiday season is when most people have trouble getting their workouts done so committing to three times a week doing a workout at home with me that shouldn't be too hard and that way you can make it through the holiday season looking fabulous and start the new year off even better. As always, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to giving you all the insights to help you reach all of your goals and to help you get your best body ever. If you'd like additional information on these topics and more articles on health, nutrition, and motivation, visit fitnessmakeover.com, allinoneworkout.com, or coachkira.com.